Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Lockdown Blue Devils podcast. My name is J.J. Jackson. It's so great to have you here with us on this Friday, October 6th, 2023. Fridays are amazing, and we've got a fun basketball conversation coming up for you here today. A reminder, Duke football on a bye week this weekend. They're riding high, that 4-1 and record, five games into the season. So no Duke football this weekend. We'll focus plenty on this Duke men's basketball team with our good pal Pablo Kong, who joins us on the show here today from Ball Durham. If you have not done so already, please be sure to follow and subscribe to our podcast for free wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a five-star rating and written review. Also watch the show daily on YouTube. Uh, go ahead and hit that subscribe button to our YouTube channel. You can follow the show, share the video with your friends. Your support means a lot there on YouTube. Comment down below. We love interacting in the comment section of our YouTube page. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils, and I'm on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. So without further ado, let me bring on my good friend Pablo Kong, who joins us again from Ball Durham. And Pablo, it's a great time of year. Here we are counting down the days. Four weeks from this coming Monday, we will see that first official Duke men's basketball game. Yeah, hey, how you doing, JJ? Thanks for having me again. I know we played phone tag a little bit the last <laughs> you know, week or so, trying to get this done, uh, and I'm happy to be here. And uh, yeah, man, four weeks, and then it's time for some, uh, you know, some entertaining stuff, some Duke basketball, man. I'm excited. That's what we need, and that's not even counting countdown to craziness, right? So we're going to get our fix a little bit sooner than that, but just four weeks from this coming Monday, we'll have that official game that takes place, Duke taking on Dartmouth to kick off the 2023-2024 season. So uh, with that being said, it's basketball time. Practice is here. We've had a week full of uh, conversations about these scrimmage videos that are being released and kind of takeaways and reactions to that. So uh, I don't know if the circle that you're a part of, Pablo, just everyday conversations that you're having, I'm certainly having way more basketball conversations than I've had over the past few weeks. Are you feeling the same thing? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, it's all about basketball right now. And, uh, you know, the excitement is in the air. Uh, Duke is, is coming on strong. Uh, everybody's feeling good. You know, everybody I talk to, they feel good about the team. Uh, you know, we get the social media posts, the, the practice videos and stuff. So we just, uh, you know, everybody, I think everybody's excited, man, uh, in the brotherhood. And uh, we're just ready to go. Yeah, let's talk a little bit more about uh, this upcoming season a little bit later in the program. We'll start, though, giving people what they want, a lot of basketball recruiting topics uh, to kind of dive into today. You had a recent recruiting roundup story that I would encourage people to go check out. Please go read balldurham.com. Great work from Pablo on this one. But uh, I got to ask you this. What in the world is going on in the Cooper flag recruitment? That is what everyone is wanting to talk about. We had some news at the beginning of the week. Uh, Cooper Flack has canceled his visit to Kansas. Pretty significant uh, in kind of the recruiting piece and, and timeline here for Cooper Flack. What's going on there, Pablo? Uh, you know, this is Cooper Flack being Cooper Flack. Uh, <laughs> you know, the excitement is uh, the excitement is in the air. Um, I know, you know, with the canceled Kansas visit, um, I didn't. I, I was one to not really put too much stock into the whole, you know. Bill Self getting involved in Kansas, getting involved thing. But, uh, you know, I probably can say that now and everybody's like, oh, yeah, he's saying that now. But, I mean, I've always felt that way. I've always felt like it's Duke. 
Um, and nothing is changing with me. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm like almost 100 percent sure that, you know, he's, he's going to be going to Duke, you know, and that's how I feel about it. I think if you just pay attention to, you know, the trends and what's been actually going on, you know, from coaching staff tweets and things like you don't see a lot of that from Duke. You know what I mean? But when certain news broke, you know, you, you've seen a lot of that. So I think it's telling us it's telling us a lot. So I think if you just pay attention, you'll see uh, the writing is on the wall. You take a look at this recruitment of Cooper Flag, and now it feels as though it's a uh, two-program race between Duke and UConn. And, and this whole week, we've been kind of reacting to the Kansas cancellation, uh, expecting a commitment of some sorts. Cooper Flag, as of now, expected to still be at countdown to craziness uh, for Duke basketball here in a few weeks. And the whole time, it's kind of felt like, you know, Duke's going to be able to get the job done and land Cooper Flag's uh, recruitment it almost feels like a slam dunk and then I don't know just the Duke basketball fan in me Pablo that makes me a little bit more nervous as we get to the 11th hour that that maybe there is going to be kind of the mad scientist Danny Hurley that the internet claims out there is going to come in and kind of uh, win his recruitment over I mean do you really think that Duke should still feel confident about the chances of landing Cooper flag or, or where does uh, UConn kind of factor into this uh, I think, uh, you know, I think UConn, I think it's just one of those things. It's kind of just a, a formality type thing that that's going on. You know, I mean, obviously I don't have any inside information. This is just what I feel. Sure. I it's more of a formality, like the visit and everything. I think it's, you know, just paying out of respects, you know, him being from that area, you know, with the, you know, the relationship with the mothers and, and all that going on. So I get it. You know, I understand it. I think it's a respect thing. So it was good to see that, you know what I mean? Honestly, and I'm a Duke fan, but it was, it was good to see, you know, him visit UConn. And, but ultimately, like I said, JJ, don't, don't be worried, man. I think we're, we're good, man. We're good. We, we are going to get Cooper flag. And I am certain, um, obviously, you know, things do happen. Things right. do happen in recruitment and recruiting. Uh, and, you know, we seen, you know, the thing with Flory. I mean, it was like 100% Duke, and then out of nowhere, you know, Kansas swooped in. Well, guess what? They're out the picture. You know, we only got one more school to bypass, and we not. I feel like we're past that part anyway. You know, and I think John Shire and staff has done an excellent job at recruiting Cooper from the beginning. You know, they're at every single game, kind of similar to how they are with Dylan Harper. You know, and it kind of shows, you know, the priority level that they're recruiting them at. So, I think we're good. Um, and I feel super confident. I, I haven't really felt this confident in a long time, JJ. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So here's a, a lot to unpack there. Cause you, you, I mean, you're as good as it gets Pablo. So what you're referencing for folks who might not be as up to speed, the Yukon picture of it all with Cooper flag going on a visit there recently, Donovan Klingen is a top player for the Huskies who won a championship Last season, comes back for his sophomore season, expected to be one of the top draft picks going into the 2024 NBA draft. His mom and Cooper Flagg's mom were college teammates together at Maine on the recruiting visit. Both Flagg and Cleaning put on their mother's jerseys, a really cool picture, photo opportunity uh, that they took there. So that's kind of unpacking all of that. And then uh, now we're getting ready for this Duke visit coming up, set to take place, and there feels as though there's more momentum uh, coming Duke's way simply because Kansas is out of the picture now. The percentages kind of go up. It really does feel 50-50 that all of this could come together for Duke, and ultimately he uh, makes his commitment decision there. So I don't know. I, I hope that all of this 
could kind of come to be and come into play for Duke. But uh, the, the UConn dynamic of it all, uh, I'm curious to see if uh, it's all just been kind of a, a long game, a long play. Respect to you. They are the reigning champs, right? Big things are happening there, and I'm sure Cooper and his family are taking all of this seriously. But uh, just commit to Duke already. I, I think it makes us all a lot happier if that would happen, Pablo. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, JJ, and I, I feel you on that. Um, and, you know, just, you know, reading some things and I, I saw some, I think I was reading something yesterday, I think it was. And I saw that, you know, we could probably expect the commitment probably after the Duke uh, visit. And I think he's visiting uh, on countdown to craziness. I think that's when he's going to be there yep. and I will actually be there. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if he committed at CTC, JJ. Yeah. <laughs> that, that would be great. You know what I mean? That would be great. And if it doesn't happen at CTC, I saw something where his, you know, his mom even said that, you know, shortly after CTC, around that time frame, he will be, you know, probably committing. So, yeah, we've never really had kind of the live countdown to craziness commitment take place. So if we wanted to switch it up a little bit, then yeah, that'd be amazing. I'm feeling better now. If Pablo Kong is going to be at countdown to craziness, giving Cooper flag the last minute pitch, Duke Nation, feel good. Feel good. Pablo is on his way. I love that. Let's talk a little bit more about the class of 2024 and other recruiting uh, dynamics after our first break here on today's episode of Locked on Blue Devils. Locked on Blue Devils here today is brought to you by our friends over at LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you would like to interview and hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find those qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Moving forward here on today's episode of Locked On Blue Devils, JJ Jackson alongside my pal Pablo Kong at Coach P. Kong on Twitter. All right, I got to ask you this uh, about the class of 2024, up to three commitments now. Con Knipple is a part of the recruiting class since you and I last spoke. But you mentioned Dylan Harper, the one name that won't quite go away. It felt as though a decision was going to be made over the summer. That never happened. He is still yet to make his college decision. Does Duke still have a chance at landing him? Or, or do you really think this is just ultimately going to come down to kind of a Rutgers commitment, so to speak, for Harper? What do you think, Pablo? So for me, I, uh, you know, I think in a previous episode or, or maybe an article, I think I referenced to, you know, the longer it goes, the better for Duke. Um, I think uh, everybody, you know, they're so certain. Everybody's pretty certain about Rutgers, but I just don't feel that way, JJ. I feel as if that was if that was going to be the play, I felt like it already happened. So the longer that it goes, I know Duke is still in contact with them. Um, they're still recruiting them. Uh, and. He and I think you know Dylan knows that Duke wants him. He's a he's a high yeah. priority on their list. So um, I think we're I think we're good, JJ. I think we're in the game with him. Um, I don't think we have to like gain any ground or anything like that. I think it's it's probably fifty fifty at this point um, between Duke and Rutgers, and uh, I think it's just going to come down to ultimately you know 
what's what what Dylan's feels best for him. You know, maybe, um, yeah. The know. idea of teaming up with Cooper Flag potentially is, I mean, look, this recruiting class is coming together quite well. They need that kind of lead guard to show them the way. So Harper could be that guy. Yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I think he he definitely is a piece that fits really, really well um, with the whole recruiting class. And uh, I mean, he's he's one of my favorite players in the, in the twenty four class, just period, hands down. So I think uh, you know, with the Cooper um, uh, reclass and and the potential, you know, potential uh, Duke commitment uh, by Cooper, I think that's kind of making it a little harder on uh, Dylan too, as far as decision. I know his family, you know, his family wants him to stay home. There's been th some things said, but um, ultimately it's going to be up to Dylan. And uh, I think we, I think we are, I think we about 50, 50, I would say 50, 50. What do you think we need to know about uh, VJ Edgecombe, Patrick and Gaba the second, those other two 2024 targets out there. So uh, I believe Patrick is visiting during CTC as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So uh, getting him on campus again, I think that'll be huge. Um, I think that'd be a really big thing uh, to get Patrick on campus, especially for something like CTC. And, uh, you know, if I can, I mean, I'll make my pitch while I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be uh, pitching everybody. I love it. That's exactly what I'm going to be doing. But I think, uh, you know, just just his just pitching to him. And then I think he'll he'll know that, you know, Duke needs a big and that he, they, they can prioritize him. And I think he's he, I think he understands that he's a good fit there. Um, I think he's got a good relationship with the coaching staff. So I think it'll fit well. And I think uh, getting, like I said, getting them there, it's going to be huge. Yeah. Uh, as far as VJ goes, I, I don't know. You know, I, I really don't know about the VJ thing just because of the depth that we have at guard now. And I think it'll all ultimately come down to if we get Dylan Harper or not. Sure. Um, because if we do get Dylan Harper, getting VJ really doesn't make a lot of sense. You know what I mean? With them being the same, not the same type of player, but. Ultimately, I think if he did go to Duke, he would probably play the role that Dylan would play if he was to go. So um, we're just going to have to see uh, with the I think the Dylan Harper recruitment and the, and the commitment is going to just, you know, it's going to it's going to have a lot of effect on a lot of other things. Around yeah, like the domino effect of it all. Once that takes place, where do the other chips kind of fall, so to speak? So. Um, I, I think Patrick Ngaba the second, the connections that we talk about frequently with Darren Harris, who's mm -hmm. already committed to the program, a couple of those uh, St. Paul the sixth players that Duke has had in recent memory, and Trevor Keels, Jeremy Roach, adding to that pipeline would be outstanding. And then, yeah, VJ Edgecombe, I guess. Uh, that's a great point because if you get Ngaba the second and Edgecombe and <laughs> Cooper Flag, and uh, all of a sudden this is turning into like a seven-person Freshman yeah. recruiting class. That means yeah. uh, doing just the scholarship math alone, you would need a couple of people to uh, make decisions to move on after this upcoming season and, and whatnot. So, yeah, not for sure. Um, I think, you know, I think it's all, I think they probably got it all mapped out and they got, they got a plan. So I don't think they, you know, a lot of those guys on the team, you know, that'll be playing this year won't be back on the team yeah. anyway. You know I mean, just due to, you know, draft stocked and, you know, how well they'll be playing and, and they'll, they'll be drafted, you know what I mean? Especially some of these freshman guards that, you know, that we're getting, getting to see. Um, I think they're going to surprise a lot of people. So, yeah. Okay. So with the four that we're talking about, the uncommitted players are round up here uh, as it is heating up, so to speak in 2024 flag Harper and Gaba and uh, Edgecombe is flag still who Duke fans should feel most confident in 
ultimately committing to the brotherhood or how yeah. would you kind of tier those? So I would definitely say I would go with flag for sure. Um, I definitely say, you know, I'm at a hundred percent with him. Um, I say, like I told you, 50, 50 with Dylan, I think it could go either way. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, how maybe how he just wakes up that day. Yeah. Um, uh, Scott, you're most confident in GABA. Are you more confident yeah, in Gaba over Harper? I would honestly I think I would be. I think I would be. You think so? I I, I think I might be even more yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I definitely will, just because of the connection and everything yeah. going on. Yeah, I definitely would uh He's I got definitely. a lot of people in his ear, man. <laughs> yeah, he, he does. He does, but he also has Kansas State in his ear too, and that's kind of sure. hard to turn those guys down as well because they're doing some uh, really magical things over there. Um, no kidding. Hanging them. So, uh, yeah, I would say I would say Cooper, Patrick, Dylan, and then VJ. Okay, sure. I like, like it. I like it. All right, let's take our final break of today's show, and we'll talk a little bit more about uh, another premier recruit for Duke. This time, he's on campus. He's getting set for his freshman year. Uh, that's Jared McCain that we'll talk about after this timeout. Lockdown Blue Devils here today is brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel. This is, of course, America's number one sports book. As you can snap into action this NFL season. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you're thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than now. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and get started with the NFL. FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, an official partner of the National Football League. Final few moments here on today's episode of Locked On Blue Devils alongside Pablo Kong. I'm JJ Jackson. All right, tell us where we could find your work, Pablo. Yeah, y'all could check me out at uh, on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle is Coach P. Kong. Also, I have the Instagram uh, at Pablo Kong Scouting. Um, and I'm also a contributor for at the Ball Durham, balldurham.com, and at the Ball Durham at Twitter. All right, so let's check this out. So with uh, Jared McCain, a player that I'm really interested in talking about, a lot of people have been trying to figure out who this fifth starter is going to be. We talked about it last week with Brendan Marks of The Athletic on our show that uh, feels this from what he's hearing. It's kind of between Jared McCain, TJ Power in that last spot. Uh, recently in his mailbag, Brendan Marks alludes to Jared McCain gaining momentum for what he could do this upcoming season. And then here we are, Pablo, you write kind of a profile piece on, on what to expect from McCain this upcoming season. What made you want to put that story together and kind of tell us a little bit about Mr. McCain? Uh, yeah, so just overall, you know, I've always been a, a fan of Jared McCain. Uh, he actually played on the same seventh or eighth grade team as my son. So I've always known about him. Wow. Uh, and that was, the, uh, that was for the Compton Magic, uh, you know, years ago. And uh, so I've always known about Jared and just following his, uh, you know, his whole trajectory through high school and everything. I'm just a big fan of him. You know, he's a, a team guy, team first guy, uh, obviously an elite shooter, and he's a winner, you know. So I just, you know, just think, just seeing everything, just seeing him practice, uh, seeing the, the social media videos, you know, his TikTok videos and everything. I mean, he's just so spirited. <laughs> and it just, it just basically moved me to just write about him. And I just believe that uh, he might be the connector piece to just, you know, get Duke over the not, not, not so much over the hump, because I don't think they need to get over a hump. But I think that he might win out 
to be that fifth starter, you know, especially with, uh, you know, how John came out in his press conferences and his interviews saying that they want to play fast and just do different things on offense. So, I mean, to me, just looking at it in totality, I think he might be the best piece to fit in certain scenarios. So I just see it. Uh, I just see it as happening, man. I see he I think he might get that fifth starting spot. And if he does, you know, I'll be happy. You know, I'll be happy. And I think we'll see an exciting brand of basketball for Duke. That's for sure. Spirited. That That's a great word to describe, Jeremy. I hadn't thought about, about that adjective with him in particular, but um, I love that because you definitely can watch that in these videos. Uh, you know, he's had such a, a viral run on TikTok for so many years, and Duke has bought into that. It feels as though he's always got the camera uh, when the team is vlogging and that sort of thing. And um, Yeah, but then you talk about what he's able to do on the – it's one thing to kind of be Mr. Popular, here I am, dancing, doing my thing with the camera, having a good time. Totally another thing when you're actually producing on the basketball court, and it feels as though McCain's getting to do a little bit of that uh, with the basketball shooting from the outside too. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, and that's the, I think that's the best thing about him. You know, he's just not, he's not just a TikToker. You know what I mean? He'll, he'll, he'll do some TikTok dances, but he also dropped 20 on you. You know what I mean? And lead his team to a win. And, you know, he's going to have a smile on his face the whole time that he's doing it. Um, and he's going to compete. He's not going to give up. He's not backing down to anybody. You know, it's not sweet for, by any means necessary. You know, he's going to try to go out there and get the win. And I see a lot of that happening, you know, this year. And uh, he's just a perfect piece. And I'm glad to have him at the, uh, at the at Duke. No kidding. Well, Pablo, it's always great to catch up with you. We're going to continue to read your work, listen to you on the Five Point Play podcast and all your visits here. Uh, one more time, tell us a little bit about where we can find all of your work. Yeah, so you can uh, you can find my pieces that I write for Duke Basketball at uh, uh, balldurham.com, and uh, Twitter handle is at balldurham. Uh, you can find me on Twitter as well, Coach P. Kong, and I'm also a part of the Five Point Play podcast, and that's my Five Point fam. We're all going to be at CTC, so if y'all see me, remember this face. Just come talk to me. <laughs> I have a lot to say to you guys, and uh, yeah, man, I appreciate you always uh, reaching out, JJ, and having me on. Again, man, and I'm looking forward to a great season for Duke basketball. Can't wait. We'll talk again soon, Pablo, okay? Yes, sir. Have a good day. All right. That's Pablo Kong joining us here on today's episode of Locked On Blue Devils, and that's going to wrap things up for our week here on the program. We've got a Mailbag Monday coming your way after the weekend. Enjoy the bye week for Duke football. Comment down below in the YouTube section, what do you think of these recruiting storylines? Should we be buying the Cooper flag and UConn hype? I want to hear from you. Let us know down in the comments below. For Pablo Kong, I'm JJ Jackson. We will talk to you again on Monday. Thank you and good day.